0: Bava Basra, Perik, Vav Mishnah Base Six Two. More on uh, sales of various things and uh, quality control and expectations. So the Mishnah here says Peros If a person sells Peros produce here, as is typical in the Mishnah, produce is referring to grain. Um, like think of you know he's buying wheat or something, barley. L'av Rova Tinofas Lasa. So it's expected that included in the kernels of wheat or barley, whatever it is, um, is going to be other kinds of debris. Tinophis literally means like filth, but it would mean all the above, everything from, you know, dirt to snails to bits and pieces of who knows what, because this is coming off the ground, right? So it's understood that there should be one rova, that's a rova of a kav in every sa'a. There are six kabin to one sa'a, so now it's one part in 24, roughly 4% of the total of what was delivered in terms of you're getting wheat should be, Expected to be can be expected to be uh, waste debris garbage tinopus, and um, that being the case, so as long as there's that much or less, so then the purchaser has no recourse and says so that that's part of the deal. Again, this depends on th- that time and place. Nowadays, certainly, when you go to the store and you buy your, you know, your vacuum sealed, uh, you know. Barley corn—they're not expecting to find twenty-four percent of garbage in there. Obviously not. I mean, the mission—that was the case. So now, if there is more than this threshold, so then at that point, the purchaser, I'm concernedly say, this a uh, fast one's been pulled on me. And in fact, all a concerned that since that's not a normal thing to happen, it would suggest strongly that the merchant, the seller, intentionally added extra garbage all that garbage to get mixed up in there. So essentially he's, you know, charging for the weight of the garbage, but not actually, you know, delivering any value. And that being the case, uh, once it passes that threshold of one part and twenty-four, so then the purchaser is within his rights to sift, you know, out all the garbage. Let's say for example, you know, he bought, you know, buying twenty-four pounds of wheat and he only got, you know, twenty-two pounds of wheat and two pounds of garbage, then he could go back to the merchant and say, you owe me two more pounds, meaning um, once we've passed the the threshold of 1.24, so then the full amount, without any um, holdback, even that 4% holdback, must be delivered by the seller to the buyer. This is not a case of a mekach taos, you know, an erroneous purchase. Um, If a person would have bought, let's say, you know, wheat and he got delivered barley, or if he bought grade A wheat and got delivered grade B wheat instead he could return it. say this wasn't the deal we agreed on grade a we agreed on wheat and he delivered barley so no but in this case um exactly what was agreed upon was delivered just it was short in terms of quantity so in other words he was expecting 24 and he got 22 in which case he can demand to get be made whole and the remaining 22 excuse me the remaining two uh, be delivered or the missing the overcharging be reimbursed one of those two things has to happen okay next to anum figs so figs are notoriously um infested so, when you buy to figs, Mekabla love Esar Mutulaos Lamea. It's expected that 10 in every 100, meaning 10% of the figs that you purchase, it's expected they should be wormy, infested with worms, um, and had to be thrown away. That's part of the deal. That's the expectations again. So, if it be more than that, then the purchaser can say, listen, you sold me a dud batch, you have to make me whole. But less than that, I'm not. 10 or less. A Martef yain. if you're buying. Um, the wine from someone's wine cellar, The purchaser understands that 10 out of 100, meaning 10% again, should be kosos. Kosos means that the wine is starting to spoil. That means it tastes okay, but there's a smell, like a vinegary smell. So it hasn't turned yet, but it's, it's it's on the way to turning. Okay, so the Gemara speaks this out a little further. It says, listen, Wine in the time of the Mishnah was used for two purposes. Um, one is drinking, uh, and one is actually for cooking. Now, ironically, counters to how we have it today, um, the higher quality wine was for cooking in the time of the Mishnah, because the point was you're adding, using it for to make a good taste, and therefore you put a little bit in each, in each dish, and it, la- it needs to last for an extended period of time. So, if you're drinking it, so then you know you get the wine, you drink it, you know, in a day or two, and so. Even if it was going to be spoiling, you drink it before it finishes spoiling, and that's that. If you're using it for cooking, the mikpa. so then it's already got to be a higher grade and last longer because it's going to be used slowly over a longer period of time. And of course, if it smells, what's the point of adding a flavorant wine to make your dish taste good if it already tastes and smells bad? No. So the case for Mishnah is that the purchaser never specified he wants wine for cooking. He said generic generic wine, and therefore the seller could say, listen, I sold you wine, kind of like our previous Mishnah, uh, for drinking, not for cooking, and therefore... You know, there's no reason why it was perfectly fine to drink if you drank it promptly. Uh, no one said you're expecting to keep it for a long time. And the mission will go on later on. Bez uh, Hashem, shortly, we'll see in the next mission how long is a long time to be expected for the wine to last. Now, um, the mission also emphasizes here that it's he was expecting he and he agreed to martef in a particular uh, wine storage, uh, like a wine cellar, where he's storing a particular. Group of wine let me see the purchaser agreed to get the wine from this particular cellar so the case is specifically that if it's they agreed it's the wine from this particular cellar and he didn't specify the purchaser didn't specify specifically that he was buying wine for cooking so then the accepted amount is 10 out of 100 10 percent should be um starting to get vinegary but not yet vinegary. I mean they're fine to drink but they don't taste as or smell as great and they're not appropriate for cooking because they won't last long um, if it had been that uh, the seller said, I'm selling you you know, all the jars, bottles, jugs, whatever it is, barrels inside this wine cellar, and the purchaser agreed, then even if they turn to vinegar altogether, the deal would be done because they agree on that particular wine cellar, so you can't look at 10%. On the flip side, if the buyer says, I need wine for cooking, that means he needs high-grade, long-lasting, good-smelling wine, so then... Uh, he can ex- he can say, listen, I need ten barrels or a hundred barrels, and I need all of them to be for cooking, like I told you. And therefore, any of those barrels which were close, those could be returned uh, by the purchaser for reimbursement or replacement. Okay, um, the last part of the mission is talking about khan kanim. These are the actual earthenware jugs for storing, you know, liquids. So, kankanim Basharon, if you're purchasing jugs that are come from the Sharon region, actually it's a Roshonim. if Sharon refers to any of like the plains of Israel or a specific plain in Israel. But the point is that um, the clay of the Sharon region is inferior, and it makes inferior uh, earthenware vessels. So, you have to understand, if you're buying from, from the Sharon region earthenware manufactured vessels, they're not going to be so great, and Makabla love, esser, Pitassios lamea. You have to expect that 10 out of 100 are going to be not the greatest. Now, what does it mean, potassios not the greatest? It, first of all, they look fine. That's important. Um, they look fine. And beyond looking fine, um, they actually uh, also, they don't, they're don't they not cracked or leaking because that would be non-functional. Who wants a barrel that's leaking? And that would, of course, be not, not okay. It would be returned. But if it hasn't been fired in the kiln properly, so it'll be absorbent, um, even if it's, you know, They've attempted to glaze it on the inside if it's not done exactly right, so then it will absorb some of the, let's say, wine you're storing in it. And that's less than ideal, of course. Um, you'll be losing slowly over time. So those are the potassios so that weren't fired properly, and understand that if you're buying from the Shorona region, it's to be expected that about 10% of them aren't, uh, aren't fired great. They're, not, they're a little bit absorbent, um, so they're not really grade A uh, containers, but they're functionally and also aesthetically acceptable.